Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. On this week's The Kindness Project, Dame's Family Karaoke, theme songs and the evidence of abundance. Hi and welcome to episode 8 of The Kindness Project. We've made it to 8 episodes, can you believe it Charlotte? So I don't know what that noise was, but that's a girl who gets a singing voice directly from her dad. It's Charlotte. (laughs) And that's the man who loves books so much he works above a library. (laughs) You know what? For somebody like me, having my office above a library is very decent. Ideal. Ideal. And when we first moved in there... I've, I've got a business, uh, we moved into the library, we've been there probably close to a year now, um, and actually it's an ideal office space, and one that I made the most of, like the first three months, I was like sort of getting four books at a time. I've gone back to my regular Amazon habit of buying books now, and I probably need to make the most of, uh, go back to the library, because you can order books from the library, can't you? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I need you to can... find out. You can ask them to get books in for you. Yeah. Um, and they... There's got to be a limit to that, though, right? If I walked in and went, I, I want 30 books, they're not going to turn around and automatically order them for me, are they? Yeah, it's not like that. It's more like if it's a book they don't have, yeah. then they can order it for the library to have. Yeah, smart. Okay, well, I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. Um, and how you been? You been all right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Bit of a general question. Bit of a general question that I generally don't know the answer to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so shall we start this podcast with getting our Twitter handles and website right? I mean, I don't know, it's just an idea. (laughs) It's a novel one for this podcast, but should we give it a go? I think we tried that last time, and you kept criticising my pronunciation. (laughs) Okay, we'll we'll, we'll try and get it right this time. Shall I do Twitter and you do email, or should we do it the other way around? Um, You do... The email, because I don't know the email. Okay, so let me start with an explanation. So we do this podcast just to spread a little bit of kindness and a few good news and kindness stories in the world um, to make sure that everybody understands that most people are generally good and actually the news stories that we hear tend to be bad news as opposed to good news. And actually we think there's plenty of kindness that goes on, we just probably don't talk about it enough. But we're reliant on hearing your kindness stories, so we'd like to hear from you. So you can email us at holla, H-O-L-A, at thekindnessproject.co.uk. And our Twitter, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. Holla! (laughs) Holla! Holla, kindness! Oh, kindness, how you doing, guys? Kindness. Yeah. H-O-L-A kindness. It's H-O-L-A kindness. And we've got a Facebook group as well. Oh, do we? <laughs> yeah, which we haven't talked about so far, but um, you can find us. Now, What I can't remember the best way to find the Facebook group, if I'm being mm. honest, but if you go to the Kindness Project website, www.thekindnessproject.co.uk, there should be links to it on there, so you should should be able to find it. Are we going to do our individual it. handles, or are we just going to stick with the... Up to you, what do you think? Do you think people need to know our individual handles? I mean, we've done them every episode so far. Let's do them again then. Uh, you go first. Uh, my individual Twitter handle is at Chris, C H R I S, Dames, D for Delta, A for Alpha, E for Echo, M for Meringue, S for Sandwich. <laughs> 
you just changed the last two up. I, I, I like to play with the phonetic alphabet. It's just one of the things I do. I don't really use the phonetic alphabet. I just say the letters. Go on then. So, at C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E, J, Dames, D-A-E-M-S. That is awesome. And again, we've been having some really good questions of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be just... Purely through curiosity, we have an official question in the podcast. And an unofficial. And then probably, probably about 12 unofficial ones. And we want to hear your answers to them. So some of the official ones we've had is, if you were the supreme ruler in the world, of the world, what would be the first rule you'd put in place? And Charlotte, your answer to that was... Pick somebody else to be the supreme <laughs> yeah, ruler. Yeah. I don't think that's the worst well, I, answer. I, I in don't the world. think I trust myself yeah. to rule the whole world. I think I'd probably pick someone who is okay with the responsibility of I don't know all of humanity's safety. Yeah. You just you just don't want the asshole, dear. That's the thing. <laughs> I can't be bothered. Um, I've what... oh, got all my schoolwork to do. You want me to rule, rule the world yeah, on that? Yeah, and and you've got a podcast to record mm-hmm. now as well. So, um, if you could be a character from one of your favourite books, what would it be? And the most deep and philosophical question we've asked Wait, so far. Let, let, let me see if I can figure out what this one is. What is your favourite egg dish? Absolutely right. What's your favourite use of an egg? But we've got a question of the week this week. And it is. Because we've got such supreme <laughs> singing voices. I mean, honestly, Dame's Family Karaoke. We do this thing on a Friday oh night. Oh, God, yes. Called Dame's Family Karaoke. And literally, I'm surprised the the neighbours haven't called the police because it sounds like... Mine's not bad. Uh, mine, mine is. Mine and mum's aren't bad. So... <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you. Listen, my, my rendition of Human... Which we hear every week. ...by Rag and Bone Man ain't bad in parts. <laughs> There's other parts that ain't good, but that's not the point. But the question, official question of the week is, if you could pick one song to sing perfectly... What would it be? Um, I think I'd pick a song that has multiple voices in it. Okay. Because then I could kind of prove to people, like, I can do more than one kind of singing style. What do you mean multiple voices? Like, like multiple singing styles. Okay. Like, an elegant bit or a, and a rap bit or something. Something, like, controversial, you know? Like Bohemian Rhapsody, no? Yeah, sort of. Or elegant and rap. What, what are you I thinking? Know, I'm just thinking... Like Empire State of Mind or something like that. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, I but... think I'd probably pick a theme song, actually, because honestly, I love theme songs and I love singing them to yeah. myself and I love singing them. But you, you and I know that theme songs were better in the 80s than they are, are today. I mean, this, the theme tune to Fraggle Rock. Yeah, Dad, she cares away. Worries for another day, let the music play. Down to Fraggle Rock. It can't be beaten. Can't be beaten. Yeah. What's that Japanese show that you, Yokai Watch? Oh, That's got a good theme tune. That's got a good theme tune. But, then what song would you pick? I'd probably pick the Steven Universe theme song. Okay, so that's a... Because, not the short one, the long version. Okay. Because, honestly, that song is about... It, it, I know this sounds really philosophical for a kid's show, but it is actually quite philosophical. It's about the theme song, the, the extended version. It's about a um, bit where it tells you what each of the characters is fighting for. So uh, there's one character and she's fighting because she's actually two characters, but in one. And she's fighting to be who they are together. Okay. 
um, where they're not allowed to be that on their home planet. Okay. There's one of them, and they're fighting for the person they love who died. So it's a cheerful theme song, yeah? It has, it's actually got a really catchy melody. Uh, there's one of them who fights because um, they were made on this planet. Like, right. And there's one of them who wants to make everyone else proud. So, it's, so they've all got different motivations. They've all got different motivations. And they were singing about what drives them as individuals, yeah? yeah? Um, and it's all about how, honestly, they will fight for what they believe in, yeah. for what they uh, think. One of my favourite lines uh, is the bit about the character who is the two characters, because um, her line is, I will fight for the place where I'm free to live together and exist as me. And it's oh, cool. Sort of, so it's about independence and it's it, about living living as your own person. Yeah. And- but not having to compromise. Because and, she's yeah, yeah. two people. She's also got a song in it, and the chorus goes a little something like It's called uh, Stronger Than You. But the chorus is something like this. It's all about her, how she is made as one person, but two. Um, and the chorus literally repeats the line, made of love, of, and it's stronger than you. So basically saying that their love is stronger than one individual person. Awesome, love it. So it's the Steven Universe theme tune yeah. you'd have. Yeah. See, my explanation's shorter, right? <laughs> But probably as personal. So when uh, your mum and I were first dating, we had a song. And it was a Tony Bennett song Mm. that your mum absolutely loved. Frank Sinatra's done it, Tony Bennett's done it, Mm. but your your mum loves the Tony Bennett version. And it's called The Way You Look Tonight. And if I could sing that perfectly, obviously I could do Human, Rag and Bone Man, but if I could sing The Way You Look Tonight perfectly, and I can probably do an all right job, but you've heard me sing, and all right's uh, (laughs) a variable standard. Um, uh, But if I could sing that perfectly, that would be awesome. Mm. So, listeners, you've got a chance to sing a song absolutely perfectly. What song would you pick? So... After chatting about all that sort of stuff, should we get on with the Kindness Project? Uh, let's go. Hi, and welcome back to one of my favourite parts of the podcast. Um, not only because we share uh, really good stories of kindness that we've read in the newspapers, but also because it's probably got the most awesome jingle of the entire podcast. Take it away, Charlotte. <coughs> kindness news. So... Uh, what stories of kindness have you got that you've read in the news this week? Okay, so celebrities including Stormzy, Russell Crowe, Dawn French and Jason Manford have stepped up to... It's a Jason Manford again! Is it? Jason Manford is making like a regular <laughs> appearance in this podcast. <laughs> okay, have stepped up to wish a bullied nine-year-old a happy birthday. The boy's dad tweeted on Thursday the 29th of June to appeal to celebs and well-known people to send his son, Ollie, Ollie a positive birthday message. Because he was being bullied, right? Christopher said a bully keeps putting his son down and telling him his birthday wouldn't be good. I would love someone to tell my son he does mean something and bullying is not okay. So I've got some of the replies here. Go on, read them out. Strange what question. did Jason Manford say? <laughs> and my Jason, what did he say? Um, so tell, tell us anybody. What did Stormzy say? Okay, within a couple of hours the dad's initial tweet was retweeted more than 5,000 times. Within awesome. 24 hours it had more than 10,000 retweets. Cool. Celebrities, well-known people, sports people, actors and actresses, comedians, TV presenters and, <laughs> blogging, and blogging stars Any said Touching, <laughs> touching any, words to Ollie. Any celebrity chefs. So Stormzy, happy birthday, 
Ollie, you're a little legend. Don't watch watch the bullies. They're always in, end up being the biggest waste <laughs> later in life. Hi, hi that Chris. is true, though. I mean, hi, is. Chris. Saw your message. Um, I'm not really famous, but still your Leeds based. So please send Ollie a big happy birthday from a Leeds Olympian, Tom Bosworth. Okay, cool. Um, Russell Crowe. Hey, Ollie. Heard it was your birthday. Nine years old. I am Maximus. No. Maximilius. Nine, nine years old. Eh? Congratulations. Happy birthday. Uh, and then his mum. Yeah. Um, she's. Who Russell Crowe's mum? No, no, <laughs> no. The boys. The boys, the boys mum. mum. The boys mum. Hi, I'm Ollie. Ollie's mum. I don't tweet and always go on at him for spending too much time on, on Twitter. However, this time I'm ba- battling with this matter for over a year. What the matter with the bullying? In the yeah. Story. And she basically just thanked all the people who had retweeted. You still haven't, you still haven't told me what Jason Manford. I didn't the, actually write The man, write the legend. I didn't actually Jason, write Oh, no. We, there, was, we, there was literally three pages of tweets. I just screenshotted the first one. Gotcha. So that, again, that shows the positive potential power yeah, of social media. Yeah, but those three pages, that was probably only a fraction yeah. of what celebrities responded to that yeah. message. Yeah. And that's still three pages of tweets. Yeah. Uh, how do you think that made him feel? Probably a lot better about himself. Gotcha. And also, it may have stopped the... I mean, with all the uh, with all the famous people who have tweeted to... i tell you what, if Russell Crowe's on my side, I, I don't think I'd like... I'd, 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 if I was a bully and, like, gladiator was going <laughs> to... Or even Stormzy. Stormzy's a bit of a feather, really. So, again, it shows the power of these new platforms to reach yeah. out, which, I, yeah. again, I love, because um, we hear so much about the negativity and the negative yeah. use of these platforms, but actually they can be used for a lot of good. Um, but in addition to that, um, hopefully he feels a lot better about his um, his situation. And to get Russell Crowe's mum... Oh, no, no sorry, it wasn't <laughs> Russell Crowe's mum. It was the boy's mum. It was his mum. It was his mum. <laughs> Um, uh, I wonder if Russell Crowe's mum is on Twitter. I, I, I don't know. But good on all the celebrities for reaching out um, and um, and doing something really cool to help a nine-year-old boy. Have you got any other stories for us this week? I thought you were going to do one. I, I'm going to save my one for next week because uh, I have got an awesome one, but I probably need a bit of time to I've tell you about it. I've got a couple of long ones, so... Okay, well, we, we'll do them in future weeks. So that's it for uh, Kindness News next week. Uh, this week, next this, week, this, this week. week, next week. We'll see you next time. So, Charlotte, we've spoken before on the Kindness Project about news yes. and how the majority of news is actually bad news. Yes, it's very negative. Um, and we think on the Kindness Project that we should highlight stories of good news. Yes. Um, and part of our Kindness news, which you love doing, um, <coughs> is oh yeah, you've I forgot the cough at the start. Is making sure that people are aware that actually there's some loads of really good stuff going on there, uh, despite everything you hear. Now I uh, I've got a lot of respect for a guy called. Peter Diamandis. Have you ever heard of him? No, I have not. And he, um, thanks to Brett Davidson, actually, for pointing this out to me on, on Facebook. But Peter Diamandis is an author. Uh, he's a entrepreneur. He's a business owner. Uh, but also he's a, he's, he's a guy who is obviously a optimistic uh, individual who believes in the power of good. And what Peter Diamandis has done has uh, just done a little e-book, and I'll put a link to the show notes to the e-book called the evidence of abundance and this e-book effectively says 
the world is far better than you think it is yeah. and here's the evidence to prove it so what i'm going to do is show you some things that he's no. well I'll, I'll show you but we'll talk about it for our listeners but certainly i'll put a link in the show notes so that you can download the document anyway um and the document starts by saying we are in the midst of a drug epidemic the drug negative news the drug pushers the media so he's saying that actually uh, we're dependent on that influx of negative news and we're giving it to the media so this isn't a uh, this isn't a fake news Donald Trump thing this is a more can't be focused on more on the positive um, and what Peter Diamandis does is give a bunch of examples of how the world we live in today is actually a far better place compared to the to the world we live in yesterday I, I mean I I, I know that I get nostalgic about when I was growing up, uh-huh. but if I look at it realistically, the world today is a far better place than it, than it was. There's more technology, for one. There's more technology, and I'm going to be talking about technology, but first, let's talk about health. So, health, uh, no matter where you live in the world, mortality rates have dropped precipitously over the last 300 years. And effectively, what that means is we're more likely to uh, live longer. In India, in the last 100 years, life expectancies tripled. Tripled? Tripled. So you're likely to live three times longer in India than you would have done 100 years ago. Seriously? That's an incredible statistic, isn't it? Um, South Korea's life expectancies has quadrupled. Times four? Times four. And it's now higher than the UK. So wherever, regardless of where, where you live in the world, life expectancy, the, the amount of time you have to live is uh, is going up and up and up and up. And I'm reading an interesting book um, uh, called The 100 Year Life that, that talks about the fact that uh, you and Sophie, um, the odds of you living to 100 are significantly better than Papa? generations past. So plenty of time, Charlotte. I will outlive you all. <laughs> Not all, um, maybe not Sophie. But also, in addition to that, look at the innovations in health. And Peter Diamandis shares the fact that uh, last month, a robot dentist in China successfully implanted 3D-printed teeth into a female patient's mouth. Now, half of that sentence 30 years ago would have made no sense. A robot robot dentist... Well, no, we, like, Charlotte, we had robots 30 years ago, but we didn't have... Ro- huh? You sure? I'm not that old, what are you trying to say? But we didn't have any robot dentists, and certainly we didn't have 3D printers. So the fact that we can 3D print medical equipment, equipment to help people's dental health makes sense. Uh, it talks about virtual reality when it comes to health as well. VR is also entering the operating room. In July 2017, University of Minnesota doctors used VR to prepare for a challenging non-routine surgery. So they set the actual operation up in VR so they could... Oh, cool. How cool is that? So you can you can train effectively in a, in a uh, non-life-threatening place. So that's really good. That's really good. Um, let's talk about the environment. So... Uh, even though we are having challenges politically about the environment, um, the fact is that we are making more progress now than we were 30 years ago. 
I think there's still challenges with that. However, the 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 other thing we've done as well is that uh, the global annual death rate from natural disasters, droughts, earthquakes, volcanic activities, storms, um, is at an all-time low. And the reality is, in sort of between 1940, 1949, and 1929, hundreds of thousands of people died through droughts. And now that number is incredibly low. Um, this was a really interesting one for me. And I'll use Afghanistan as an example. Just in the year 2000, start of the new millennium, very little people in Afghanistan had access to electricity. Now it's over 80%. So people in countries where traditionally they wouldn't have been have had any access to power are now in a position where they're um, getting more access to power. Uh, it's never before. surprised me the fact that not 100% of them had access to power um, yes. in the 2000s. Yeah, certainly, but bear in mind the size of China, there will be yeah. sort of a, a bit of a difference. But look at India. India in 1990 had just over um, 40% of people who had access to electricity, um, and now it's just under 80. So there's still work to do, but certainly... Uh, stride forward in such a short space of time um, and food undernourishment in developing countries is at an all-time low it's incredible the amount of work that's being done so actually we live in even though developing world. well even though the stories are quite scary you read the reality is we are making great advances in innovation in progress in feeding the world in providing the world with power in a bunch of different areas that potentially we wouldn't know about because the news doesn't tell us um and i'm i remember reading something it's not in this report and i'll i'll make sure there's a link in the show notes uh, even though we might turn on the news and see uh terrorism on the news or violence on the news actually the world today in terms of terrorism violence is a far safer place than it was 30 years ago so i think my act of kindness our act of kindness today is to number one share the awesome work that peter diamandis has did and we'll make as i say we'll make sure we put that in the show notes but just also to highlight the world despite all the negative news isn't all that bad. Is a pretty awesome place. So, Charlotte, we've reached the end of another Kindness Project podcast. Woo-hoo! But, as you know, we never ever finish. Just that's it. We've got a couple of bits to tie up. Because the first bit we've got to tie up is... Last week's question of the podcast answered this week, answered last week, asked last week. Absolutely right. I don't know what week we're on now, but last week's question of the podcast was... Favourite bits of trivia? What's your favourite piece of trivia? Now, I can officially say, listeners, that my mind has been absolutely blown by the... (laughs) I I think mind blown is a bit of an overused term, but... We'll read out some of these facts. And listeners, te- tell us whether you knew this stuff. So first, uh, John commented, John Cook, uh, Cookie commented, obviously it's Reg Farney being the first person to use a bank machine. And that's one we mentioned before, wasn't it? Um, so, 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 yeah, we're, we're, we're going to... So I went back to Cookie and went, that we need another um, question of the uh, we need another answer to your favourite piece of trivia and he said J.M. Barry 
the writer of Peter Pan oh. invented the name Wendy. What? Did, did you know that? No. So that's that's one. Number number two. What were the last words ever spoken on the moon? Now you're reading it now, so I know you know. But the last words spoken on the moon were, "Let's get this mother out of here." Now I'm not sure whether they said no. it like that, but um, I think they might have done. Mikey Fitzgerald come back and said, "Charlotte, scampi aren't prawns; they are languots." Langerstein. So that is a great one. That's a great tip. Um, but apparently, Mikey only found out that two months ago. Victor told us you can't lick your elbows. I now tried he, once. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so you tried to lick your elbows once and fell down the stairs. How did that happen? I was sitting at the top of the stairs trying to lick my elbows, and the force from swinging. My elbow back rolled me down. Why the were stairs. you trying to do it at the top of, your st- top of the stairs? Well, I was walking along trying to lick my elbow, thinking it's perfectly safe. Were you walking <laughs> down the stairs licking your elbow? Then I sat down and I thought it'll be more comfortable to try and do it sitting down. And then I swung my arm back and pulled <laughs> a drop. That's uh, that's a story I didn't expect to hear. I tried licking my elbow and fell down the stairs. Uh, Russ came back. So Russ came back with a couple of interesting ones. 10% of all people who have ever lived are alive today. And this is a bit of a scary one. And, and may stop me eating certain foods. Plants can hear themselves being eaten. That can't be right. Uh, none of these are verified, by the way. Um, Kat, Kat Kate said the Queen does not own all the swans. I thought she did, but she doesn't. Mm. Uh, Phil Young, this is an awesome one. Broccoli was invented. So this one made me jump Ooh. on Wikipedia and go, what was? How did they invent broccoli? And apparently it was a combination of two crops that they... Was it like cauliflower and... Brussels sprouts or something. Something like that. Something like that. But yeah, broccoli was actually invented. Um, one from Robbie Wright. Uh-huh. Um, uh, monkeys open bananas from the opposite end of humans. Oh, I knew that. And officially my favourite one. In 1957, there were 170 registered Elvis <laughs> impersonators. In 2007, there were 200,000. If this trend continues, by 2057, a third of the world's population will be Elvis impersonators. <laughs> and I've only got one thing to say to Kelly for that awesome fact. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to read out the next one? The Justin Gaffney said... Uh, the dogs map this, their world through scent, not vision. And Karina Murray, and again, this is another brilliant one, uh, ketchup was sold as a medicine long before it was a condiment. I have a friend who eats pure ketchup. It is awful. For medicinal reasons or just because they like just it? Just because they like I it. I don't get that. They put it on pancakes before and it just made me... Go, I am... Um, I am... Um, uh, I, I, I went to Vegas once. You know, do you remember when I went yeah. to? You was only young. I went to Vegas with my friends. And my mate Doug, um, Doug Joy, who we're off to see in a few weeks, so that'd be good. Ooh. He lives in he lives in Jersey now. But my mate Doug um, had sweet pancakes, got these sachets thinking they were jam, and just spread. No, it was the other way around. He had bacon and eggs and sausage. Open these sass- sachets thinking they were ketchup and actually put jam all over his fried breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> 
He'll appreciate me telling that story. Um, <laughs> Doug's come come up with a financial advisory related piece of trivia by the day. Do you want to read it out? Um, the rule of 72. All the financial advisors know this. Divide 72 by the interest rate achieved on N an investment. And the answer is the number of years it will take your initial investment to double. That's true. And Damien Davis uh, has, has been another, as uh, said, another elbow and wrist related one. The distance between your elbow and wrist is the same as your foot. Great way to check if shoes fit. On the same lines, the distance between your hands held horizontally to sides is the same as inside leg. So a great way to tra- check if trousers fit. However, don't test any of those theories where you're sitting on the stairs, Charlotte, <laughs> because uh, I don't I don't want you falling down. Cassie's got involved, my wife's got involved, and said hackney carriages take their name from the French word hackney. Oh, no, we've gone to dodgy accent territory. Hakwini, meaning a horse available for for hire. And um, one last one, uh, Martin McNamara. Dartmoor was the most, at one time, was the most populous part of Britain uh, until the 18 years of rain. I think it was in 1100 BC. So uh, my mind is officially blown. What's your favourite piece of trivia we've had there? Um... There's a couple of bits on there. I like medicinal ketchup. Yeah. I love medicinal ketchup. But the one that I like, um, and I'm not sure whether the stats ring true on this, but in 30 years' time, a third of the world are going to be Elvis impersonators. Oh, I'm sure... I, I've got a funny feeling that trend is downward now, but yeah. but even so, the, a I third mean, of I'm the world... I'm pretty sure a third of the world's going to be Michael Jackson impersonators. Like, all the Elvis impersonators will go, oh no, Michael Jackson's songs are more popular popular and um, just start impersonating Michael Jackson. Yeah, but Michael Jackson in 50 years' time won't sort of be popular, will it? Then people will start It'll be somebody else. It'll be Will Justin I Am Bieber. Or... No. <laughs> no, I know. A third of the world being Justin Bieber impersonators. I can't think of anything worse. Anyway, <laughs> um, and, and if, uh, if a third of the world were Michael Jackson impersonators... That's bad. <laughs> anyway, um, right. So we did have some kindness stories of the week. And the first one I want to read out is actually from the editor of the Kindness Project podcast. Mm-hmm. Russ, he shared his own little story of kindness. Uh, Mum, who's my mum as well, because Russ is my brother, was unwell and her friends wanted to cancel important appointments to make sure she was okay, regardless of getting their own health matters seen to. I thought that was selfless. Last year, and also this happened, last year when Kelly broke her shoulder after a fall at the top of the estate, maybe she was checking her elbow and she was at the top of a set of stairs. A lady whose house she fell outside of waited with her in the cold with a baby. When she called to get the dog uh, she called out to get the dog Janet went over the road came out to see Killy on the floor he was 80-ish and spent about an hour to get her up and when I got back there he was walking her back to the house <laughs> um, and I think that proves that people are thoroughly decent human beings because yes. you know, regardless of age or gender or anything just helping somebody out in need is awesome mm. but people are appreciating our work on the podcast because guess what we've had our first itunes review oh cool how many how many have we got up on itunes now uh we've got um we've got a few podcasts on itunes but this is our first review Mm. um and it's a five star and i'll let you i'll let you read it out i cannot read that username 
getting on a bit 57. Is 57 the age or? Uh, I don't know if 57 is the age or the year that they were born, but oh, we'll yeah. have to wait and see. Two minutes in and I can't stop smiling and laughing. Positive energy personified. Great effort, team kindness. And then there's one of those winky face emoticons. Not emojis, emoticons it, and emojis. It's a, winky, it's a winky face emoticon. So I'm trying to work out what one of our relatives who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's listening to the podcast. Or, or one of your Twitter followers. Or one of my Twitter followers. Um, one of my Twitter uh, followers. It could, it could Actually, be anybody. No, all my Twitter followers are your Twitter followers. Well. Okay, it could be. But certainly, uh, thank you, getting on a bit 57, because you are my, oh, you, my, ow, the ow. kindest project. You are the kindest project's uh, first ever iTunes reviewer. But we'd like some more people. So mm-hmm. please feel free to leave us a really nice comment if you like the podcast on itunes um you can find our itunes page uh on www.thekindnessproject.co.uk or feel free to share your stories of kindness at our twitter profile uh hola kindness hola uh hola kindness oh my god or you can um or you can uh email us at Holla, H-O-L-A, at thekindnessproject.co.uk. So that's it for this week. Hope you've enjoyed it, Charlotte. Yep. Good. And we'll see you next week. Bye.